back, everybody. Thank you for joining me again. Uh, I had a kind of an odd week. I was sick all week, so I didn't want to do any recording or anything like that. But um, earlier in the week, I did have a discussion with uh, this awesome dude, John Reineke. He is the uh, you know the owner of um, Babe's Espresso down in Colorado Springs, and I reached out to him because I really wanted to get the opinion and the point of view on somebody who uh, who works in kind of a, a I guess kind of semi-controversial market space, you know, where, uh, you know, what he ends up doing is running a, um, a coffee shop, which is very normal. Uh, I, I run a coffee shop. It's the same exact thing, except for I, uh, don't wear a bikini. Uh, maybe I would get a little bit more business if I did. Uh, but I don't know how many people really want to see that. Uh, at least, at least me in a bikini. Um, but I found him, uh, just as I'm doing some research and, reading up on uh, a story about, you know, companies like Twin Peaks and Hooters and uh, the Tilted Kilt downtown who are struggling a little bit, uh, struggling to find their way and and kind of traverse this 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 tricky little market that we have right now. Um, and as I, I found him, you know, uh, we used to go to this coffee shop down uh, by our university and it was the same thing, uh, same type of thing where it was a bikini coffee shop and, you know, the coffee was good, but when you're 19 years old, you're really not going there for the coffee. Um, so I just wanted to pick his brain and figure out what, what put him to this. Um, and you know, the interview was amazing. It took me some places where I didn't think it was going to go. Uh, and I think you get a lot of insight into what we were trying to get across, which was, you know, it's not what he does. Isn't just, selling coffee and selling sex appeal even what he's trying to do is create an entire experience that you're not going to forget and that's what you have to do in any business is you have to create a memorable experience something that is different because there's so many different outlets right now there's so many different ways that you can get that product or that service that you need you know i don't have to leave my house to get my groceries but you know i do why do i do that it would be so much easier and, and probably uh, more often than not cheaper for me to get my grocery shipped in. You know, it could just be because I like the the people at the grocery store that I go to. I like that experience. That's what you create. That's what you're striving to create. And that's how good businesses continue is by creating that experience that's memorable, one that you're not going to forget. And I think just listening to to somebody like John and taking in that perspective of, Hey, you know, it's not just about the coffee. And he even says like, they do such a good job with their coffee. that that's once you get in and get bought in with the experience. Now you realize, shit, this is great. This is a great product. And now you're locked in. All right. On the phone, I got, uh, John Reinke. Uh, he is the, uh, CEO of uh, Babe Espresso and in Colorado Springs. Um, I didn't realize until today that he spent some time in my hometown of Las Vegas, which is pretty cool. It's always a fun little uh, like icebreaker for me because it's it's rare to find us. Um, how are you today, John? I'm doing great, Dominic. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah, no problem. How are you coming on? I'm well. Uh, I'm trying to hustle this interview in so I can go to the gym and then come back home and watch the Vegas <laughs> Knights play. Cause they're on Absolutely. in like an hour and a half. So 
Um, <laughs> you got you got a lot of work cut out ahead of you, man. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I'm going to make it work. Um, okay, so tell me I'll a little bit about yourself. Oh, it's okay. You don't have to. Don't rush it. Um, but tell me about yourself, man. How how's this coffee shop so, going to work? What's everything going on with you? Yeah, um, the coffee shop and Babe's Espresso is something that. You know, it's one of those things where you look at 10 years, uh, if you go back 10 years and you think to yourself, if you've ever, you know, if you'd ever be in that type of position or have that type of company, you'd be like, nah, never, never in a million years, you know? Right. right. Um, but that's just the nature of business. Um, you know, it takes you left, right and all over the place. I actually began my career in, in food and beverage a lot further back and, um, and I think you said you're you're from Colorado yourself, or well, I'm I'm from Las Vegas originally, but I, I came out here okay. for college to go do food and beverage. You know, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so I was born in the Springs in Colorado Springs and worked for the Broadmoor Hotel, and um, that's where I really got my my foot in the door with in hospitality and and learning, you know, quite a bit of of customer service and and detail and and product knowledge and and all those things that come come with you know bringing forth that type of that type of service and and commitment to service right um but yeah after after many years in food and beverage um transferring out to las vegas opening bellagio in 98 um and have opened a number of restaurants and nightclubs and, and additional hotels on the strip. Um, I was just at a point where it was time to kind of branch out. And, uh, there was a gentleman that came into town that was opening a multi-specialty group, uh, called Canyon gate medical group in Las Vegas in, uh, 2008. And, um, I was an executive, uh, with one of the companies out there and, through their general counsel, his friend was the doctor. Right. And um, I basically went to uh, help them with their startup as their VP of uh, business development and, and grow this multi-specialty group. And so I went in from, you know, from hospitality into healthcare. Which is wild. And in, <laughs> wild. <laughs> but that was really kind of like the, the turning point for me, um, in my entrepreneurial, you know, it was like that fork in the road. It mm -hmm. was like, okay, I can continue down, you know, my path with hotel, hospitality, food and beverage, or I can go in a completely different direction, kind of test what, you know, what I have to offer. Um, because, you know, at the time I was, I was um, pretty well to do. Uh, people knew of me. Uh, I, I was very, um, you know, um, people knew me in the business community yeah. and, um, that definitely translated and helped what I brought to the healthcare, uh, side of things. So, which, you know, there, it's all, uh, relative with hospitality and healthcare. It's basically, you're talking to people and you're taking care of people and there's a level of service and, um, instead of turning restaurant tables, we're turning, uh, <laughs> exam room tables. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's a different type of, uh, transaction, but, um, yeah. So, so when you have that, um, and it, it's, it's very common thing that I've seen, um, both, you know, growing up there and, uh, coming out here, it, 
in that hospitality world, how quickly it is to get burnt out and how quickly people are, especially after you go to a place like, you know, like Las Vegas where it is. Um, I mean, that's the big leagues, you know, when you, when you're there and you're under all that pressure, what makes you want to get back into it and, and do babes espresso? What makes you want to come back here and start it all over again? You know, it's, it's, it comes down to, you know, why I was interested in being on your show in the first place, because you were talking about hospitality and, and customer service. And I think that's really um, a lost key component these days and how these companies are rolling out and they're really not talking or training on, you know, the customer and, and making sure that their employees are, you know, have that customer service framework. Um, Definitely. It's, it's after the dollar and okay, I get it, but people don't realize that customer service directly affects your bottom line. It's and funny when you focus so much on the other side of it, you know, when you focus on Absolutely. the bottom line first, it's backwards. It's backwards. Absolutely. Um, so, so one thing that I, I want to talk about is when I look at, um, when I look at the kind of niche industry that is, um, you know, like your, your Hooters and your Twin Peaks and things like that, um, they've slowly been dying off. And what yeah. you decided to do was open up a bikini coffee shop in that Correct. time. How, right. how is that going to work? How do you plan on keeping that working? I see, honestly, I see low hanging fruit. Um, this is an industry that has not been defined yet. Uh, there has been a disconnect between the operator and the employee. Okay. And, you know, you see a lot of that in Washington. So you'd have their, the operator who owns the stand or shop or whatever. And then they have the employee that's free to be a barista, yeah. wear whatever, say whatever, do whatever. And in that type of, in that type of um, situation, situation, you know, it's really not controlled. And there's, there is a bad stigma that comes with it because there are um, places that provide services that shouldn't be uh, (laughs) provided in in that type of setting, you know? So these are some of the things that I found out uh, in operating in this industry. But what I'd love to do is kind of like what we did for bartenders in Vegas, you know, or Psalms, you know, we put that on the map. Like nobody was talking about Corte Master Sommelier before we opened Bellagio. Yeah. Nobody was talking about, you know, master or mixologists and, you know, bartending scene before we opened Bellagio. So a lot of things came from uh, the mines that opened that, that hotel that still carry with me today. So that's what's that's what's crazy about you having that experience um both you know at you know the broadmoor so kind of like your hometown and then going out to the mecca of hospitality and then coming back to here to open this up like it's you you can draw off those experiences um so the other thing you do is you you're not just part of you're not just the ceo of babe espresso you have a you have a media company as well right Correct. Yeah. So to the evolution of Babes Espresso, we've, um, since the very beginning, I, I've known about the importance of social media. And it was actually a program that I tried to roll out at um, 
Andreas uh, for Mr. Wen at Encore. I helped them open that $10 million restaurant for uh, actually named after his wife, Andrea, yeah. uh, when he still was a part of that hotel. Now he's you know, a longer is involved with this company, but that's another story. Um, but beautiful restaurant, um, you know, everything down to the T. That's just how he does it. Right. Um, but the social media at that time, that was 2011. Everybody's on it. They really didn't know what it was about, but very people are very interested in it. Very interested to go to see who was advertising, who was talking. And, you know, it was just this thing that was coming down the pipeline that I saw could bring a lot of value. Um, so we, I kind of like rolled that into, uh, my loco bean coffee concept, mm -hmm. which is originally the reason why I came back to Colorado Springs from Vegas is because my family wanted to, uh, get into coffee. And I was just at a, in a transitional period of my career, I just sold another company that I, uh, built that was a merchant service company. And, um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do next. So my parents were always like, let's do a coffee shop. Let's do a coffee shop. So I was like, you know what? Let's do a coffee let's shop. Let's try it. Let's do it. You know, Dutch bros, I'm sure you've heard of them. Yep. Yeah. They, they kill it. <laughs> and they have a small footprint. Yeah. Um, so that's like, you know, it's, it's really cost effective in terms of, you know, coming to market. So, so looking does, at that, how does Rhino Media and Babes Espresso play together? Like, how does how do they go hand in hand? How does it work? Because in in the way I see it, and especially here in Denver, just you know, a little bit of ways, that social media game in restaurants is huge, and that's how you know a lot of these smaller places still kind of stay relevant. But right. nobody's you can pay for somebody to do it, but a lot of these people have their like hostess in the front taking care of it for them and it's not right. being done well. Yeah. And, and people, like I said, people really don't have a strong hold on what social media is. However, some people that do know how to use it well, you know, they're instant stars. I was talking to a guy that, um, I won't share his name, but he <laughs> basically became a star. Um, streaming his music he hasn't he didn't burn one cd everything was electronic hmm. so basically you can brain yourself and put yourself out there without having to sign with anybody yeah. if you know how to do it really you know so you create a, a situation like Bates espresso where you can attract talent like that and then you're able to offer them services above and beyond their uh you know originally what they were hired for yeah. So, I mean, it's... So now we can create additional opportunities, events, promotions, ring girl opportunities. I'm actually signing a MMA guy. He's going to be coming on. Uh, he's going to be one of our athletes for Rhino Media. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're growing in areas with Rhino Me Media that aren't, you know, directly related to babes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's there to, to help support it and continue to lift it and put it out there. So what do you say um, to somebody who, you know, doesn't understand the nuances <clears throat> to babes and everything like that? So somebody who comes in and it's the first time they're seeing it and it's like, you know, somebody with their kids and their husband, what, <laughs> what do you, what do you do to that? How do you, how do you describe yourself to that? 
Right. So when you pull up to Babe's uh, Espresso, we have a um, 80 screen flat flat inch TV hanging from the ceiling, playing some really sick videos. <laughs> we have loud music. It's Vegas. Right. It's a show. Right. It's an experience. It's not just you rolling up to little dark closet like uh, bikini coffee shops and these other areas. I've really tied in the, you know, the look, the feel, the impression, the smell, um, the energy, all those things that are used to create a hospitality setting. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and working for Mr. Wynn, you know, he, uh, his, his biggest thing was, it was always, we could have a billion dollar hotel with, you know, chandeliers and marble and you know these artesian you know rugs and at the end of the day it's who's on the front line yeah. and if we don't put and invest the time into those people then um you know our our customers are going to have the experience that you know we don't want them to have or is out of our control so with babe's espresso when you're pulling up it's it's a different experience it's definitely going to uh, make you feel something, <laughs> yeah. well, which, you know, some people is can't. the enticement. <laughs> exactly. And some people can't, can't take that. And the, but that's the thing is that's not, that's not your demographic. That's not your market. And as long as you're aware but of it that. Is. But it is. And the reason why I say it is, is because what bridges that is the service. Right. What bridges that is when that barista is trained to be in a situation where there is a customer. And I refer to my customers as guests. As you should. Um, that, that's one of my biggest things is it's not just because yeah. when you say customer, it's a number. Yeah. It's very, there's, there's no connection. Right. Hospitality. Anytime you're training money for a product or service, it's, it's hospitality. And I don't care if you're at a, if I had a grocery store and I had a cashier's man, let me tell you, they'd be making eye contact, smiling and, <laughs> and talking to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's no, how you train people and it comes from the top. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, it's, it's how the girls can turn that situation around and not make it an awkward situation, which right. is how we've been able to grow fast is because these, these ladies are trained to handle these, these uh, situations. In, in a lot of different aspects. <laughs> so one of the things that I'm a big proponent of is, um, you know, body language and, and you're right, the entire experience. And when you have something like, you know, this concept where for lack, it's all out there for lack of a better analogy here, body language is super important. And you're right. When you're training people to have that, you have that entire experience where you come in and, the body language of your, your business is showing them everything and, and your baristas are trained the correct way. It, it can sway somebody who kind of comes in with reservations, you know? Absolutely. So, and then they find out that we're a local company. They find out that we also roast our own coffee. Right. They find out that we have different types of companies. I have a wholesale roasting company where I also sell to smaller coffee shops at, at a markdown, um, you know, because I've, I've sourced, I've done a great job in sourcing my goods. So I extend that to uh, smaller coffee shops in the area. Um, 
yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that we're a part of and people buy into it once they, you know, kind of go through those layers. We're not just, you know, a bikini coffee shop with, you know, with that sex appeal, there's a lot more to us. Once you get past the show and you get bought into it, you, you create regulars and you create people that come back and that's how you can actually sustain a business. Absolutely. And a part of your business should also be how do you build a culture right? and how do you get your, your guests to buy into your culture and support your culture? Because ultimately you're wanting to turn your guests into your sales force. Yeah. Definitely. Now we're talking about multiples. <laughs> yeah. You want people talking about you all the time. So what's the, the next, what's the next steps? What's, I mean, how long, how long has this been going on now for Bizpresso? And then like, what do you, what do you expect this and Rhino Media to do? I know you said you got MMA coming in. Where's it go? Where's it all go? You know, with Babes Espresso, we have a lot of stuff that we're working on and rolling out this year. Um, I have a very big sponsor coming in. Uh, I'll, I'll name them once that deal's inked. Yeah, you can't say it but too we're, soon. I can't say it too soon. I don't want to, don't want to jinx it, but if they come, if if it's a company that when I say you'll be like, Oh, wow. Cool. That's great. That's awesome. (laughs) Very cool. But we're doing a lot more streaming. We're, we're doing a lot more social media. We're getting a lot more involved with the web. Awesome. You know, you can only do so much brick and mortar. People need to realize that they need to start positioning themselves to have more of a stronger internet presence and to change with change. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great. So I assume that means you're not opening up any new ones soon. You're not moving down to Denver, nothing crazy like that. Not yet. (laughs) You know, sometimes it's not good to rush things. And I, I try to rush a company and it, you know, I, I lost a, a ton of money and, you know, through these ups and downs, you get a little smarter and you kind of just learn to hang back a little bit and let the universe tell you what, you know, is going to come to fruition. And it's really filling out and making sure that the foundation that you've put together is actually solid enough for you to, you know, for it to be something that you can propel from. You know, you didn't have to let um, me down easy. I, I, I know I look good in a bikini and everything like that, but you could just say I don't have the job. That's cool, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. You know, people have come to me and they've they've said that I need to do something, um, you know, that's geared the other direction. And, you know, nothing is off the table, man. Anything can happen. And, you have my and cell what... phone number. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll get you in touch with my hiring manager. Yeah, perfect. Um, For sure. Well, John, I, I do appreciate it. Um, where, like, where can I learn more about everything? Website, where do I go? Yeah, so you can go to uh, www.babesespresso, and it's babes like Babe Ruth, okay. plural. Yep. Babesespresso.com. And, uh, or you can go to Rhino Media, which is R-E-I-N-O, media.com. And uh, you can you know, always go to any one of our platforms, whether it be, or social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, we're, we're everywhere. You stream so on Twitch too, right? We're going to be rolling that out. And the, the big corporate sponsor that I was talking about, 
we'll is be doing very that. interested in yeah Got what it. we're doing with Twitch and getting that going. So awesome. yeah, it's exciting times, man. Hey, that's exciting good times. stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, John, again, I thank you for taking the time um, on your drive back. It's been awesome. It's been great insight, and it's I wish you all me. the best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate it, Dominic. Good luck with what you're doing. Thank I, you. I appreciate everything. Thank you. Yep. So after that, after our interview, he um he wanted to share with me some some really cool news that I'm gonna I'm gonna share right now. Um that Babes Espresso was invited uh to Las Vegas uh next week. It, it it's something kinda cool. We had this, you know, little discussion about Las Vegas, my hometown and, and where he, he kinda cut his teeth in the, you know, the hospitality world, um, with some, some real big names. And it, 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 you know, that, like I say, that is the Mecca of hospitality right now and has been for years. So it's kind of cool to see him go back there and take his concept back there. Um, what's cool is he, he's going here for a nightclub and bar show, which, you know, is different, but it's, again, it's selling that whole experience. Um, and it's, it's put on by food and food and wine magazine too, which is, which is bigger, you know, that's something meaningful and it's in our own backyard out here. I mean, you got to drive down to the Springs, but it's in our own backyard. And the one thing that John and I talked about was this perception of what his company is. Uh, and as I started reading some of the reviews, some of the Yelp reviews on him before, I talked to him and do some more research. It was, it was something that was kind of shocking to me. Um, I actually, I wasn't shocked by it. Um, but the perception of him and how, you know, this concept of bikini coffee shop isn't, you know, the most wholesome, um, you know, John's working right now on forming an advisory board panel, uh, of female CEOs, um, and, and he wants that to be part of, you know, the, the package that he offers to, to the employees there. Um, you know, it, it's, you have this, this, this group of women who, who can help advise not only him, um, but everybody who ends up coming through his businesses, which is amazing. You know, it's amazing to have that resource and, and to, to have that as a selling point for your employees, again, is something that you should be able to take and, and put across any kind of industry. You know, not only are they female CEOs that have different experiences than somebody like myself or somebody like John, but what this is, is it gives you um, something to look towards is what you should be doing. You know, I should be giving my employees these resources to talk to and learn from. So not only are they coming in here to help me out and to, to help make me money and make themselves money, but now they have a resource that they can go to and learn because when you're empowering your people to do that, when you're, when you're telling them there are bigger steps other than here, you're going to get them to stay and you're going to get the best out of them. It's funny. Cause as John put it, um, in one of our conversations after again, the interview was the whole perception that he's trying to change is to be somebody more like Victoria's Secrets and less like Penthouse. Because, you know, when you look at it, you get the magazine in the mail, you, you see the fashion show, and really there's not a whole lot of difference between the two of them. But the perception is that Victoria's Secrets is bigger news than 
you know, a penthouse would be or a Max magazine, things like that. And it's really only like a half degree away from each other. And it's funny how that perception works. And if you can create that environment and build around the people that you have and give them resources and and, and have a good product and get people to buy in, he will easily change that perception from what it is to what he wants it to be. And I'm happy for him. I'm excited for him to go back uh, to Vegas and, and to go talk about his brand more because it's a cool brand. Um, the coffee is good. The, um, you know, the ownership group behind it is amazing. So uh, I'm really excited for it. Uh, it was a great time talking with him. Hopefully everybody learned what I'm trying to get everybody to learn from it. And hopefully you learned something that you weren't expecting. Um, come back again next week. I will talk to you soon. Have a great week and I'll see you later.